The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay Stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. She said, what do you call it when your dreams have all died? And what do you call it when every breath is And what do you call it when you just can't go on And you wish in the end would come sooner Well, I pondered a question And I looked at the time And I said, well, it's 12 p.m. So let's call it a nooner Hey, everybody. Let's just call it Hi. Oh, my God. Hi. Hi. All right, I, I see what you're saying. We got a, a call saying I got the, the levels all wrong. So I turned you down just a little bit. Uh, but great to see you guys. I'm actually seeing you. We, we switched over to Hangouts because we didn't want uh, Cassandra's fragile, fragile sensibilities to be shattered by a bunch of high school kids who use the N-word. So. It fucked me up. Jesus, what a snowflake. Have you never never been on chat roulette or on a date or anything? Dates, yes, do go that way often for me. But chat roulette <laughs> I always found to be a pleasant experience. Really? I just saw guys holding their dicks out constantly. It's one at a time. That's that called the mirror, Steve. True. Yeah. You're not uh you're not swallowing the whole meal. You're eating it piece by piece. Yeah. Dish exactly. by dish. Uh, how are you guys yeah. doing? I'm I'm confused, but uh, that's just because I'm old. Do you have a gag reflex, John? Uh, y yes, I do. Why? Is that bad? I was just asking because we were talking about swallowing a meal whole. Uh, are you guys staying safe and okay. inside? How is everyone doing? Are you guys staying safe? I'm staying inside. Okay, good. I don't know <laughs> if I'm safe. Well, the, you know, the Surgeon General said that this week would be probably one of the worst weeks. Yeah, and you guys heard that over the weekend, and I mean, and if you look at it, like a week ago, we were at four thousand deaths in the U.S., and now we're over almost to thirteen thousand, and like basically on the, that trajectory, in a month we'll be at one hundred and fifty thousand. We might not be that at that point. Well, if we want to talk about uh, trajectories, which is a, a difficult word to say for people like me, yeah, who can't speak very well. Um, well, I'm I'm actually uh, like John. I, are I, you using your podcast dentures? I'm just I, I hate to interrupt. <laughs> Do you though? God, God, God! We got to start early. We got we got to start picking on them right out of the gate, or we're gonna not. You know, we need we need people need to be entertained. They, they need hear. a reason to listen to this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, if you want to chime in, that we're at Nooner Podcast on Twitter, or you can email us at noonerpodcast at gmail .com. So go on, John. 
Oh, well, wait, uh, oh. here, here's some here's some really good news. Okay, so a while back, I did some projections. You know, I just sort of looked forward and I said to myself, "Well, if the cases keep on going up at the rate they've been going up, and the deaths go up at that rate, well, well, gosh, we're gonna have a million people uh, dead by uh, April 29th." Lately, things have been slowing down. So now uh, we're not going to have a million dead until the 9th of May. <laughs> you mean to be saying a million? Great. To say a hundred thousand. Who? What? Do you mean to say a million or? Yeah, no, I'm saying a million. Yeah. No, I'm saying a million worldwide. No, I'm saying a million in the United States. Oh, uh, well, it's pretty terrifying. Yeah, no, it's terrifying. The thing is, is that the uh, the numbers. Uh, probably won't keep going up that way. But if they they did, and it looks like we're flattening the curve um, in many places. And so the rate of uh, infection is slowing down and the rate of death is slowing down a little bit. Well, but when, except for New when York. The, uh, when they stood up in front of uh, the country a few like a week ago and said 100,000 to 240,000, those were actually incredibly... Uh, optimistic numbers based on uh, people behaving in the way that most people that I know are behaving. Well, California has been very compliant with the the stay at home measures and uh, the physical distancing. So, yeah, but we, we, didn't, we didn't like seeing each other anyway. So that's why we did it. Right. That's and why we stay in our cars, and now we just stay in our homes. It's like being in our car, but we're just at home. We're very and we're very compliant. I actually I, I moved here not long before the Northridge earthquake and uh it was very funny because the um some of the very it was hilarious <laughs> some of the uh freeways were uh ruined the 10 was uh was had to be re re, re uh jiggered steve where's between, the 10 between again? what streets yeah uh i don't remember but La it was Cienega and la brea i think huh. yeah yeah and so as a result people were taking surface streets and i remember somebody commenting well, people are seeing parts of the city that they've never seen before. It's it's bringing the community together, and it was very funny because it's that that was that's a the LA version of bringing the community together is that we're we're driving by each other. Right, right. Well, you think they were taking Pico, Olympic, or Adams, or maybe Washington? Uh, you had to take Pico and uh, Bundy, uh, and um, well, you you weren't in town at the time. I was not. Yeah, you were just a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so John was on his horse and buggy, and this yeah. is the first Northridge uh, earthquake, you know. Oh, the yes. one in the 1900s? Yeah, 1903? Exactly. John, was any of your family killed in the Mulholland Dam uh, thing in, like, uh, the 1890s? Mm -hmm. that, was yeah. that for you part yeah. of that? Yeah, actually, okay. actually, yeah. Yeah, a lot William of William Mulholland? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. yeah. The ones who survived the Spanish flu. Um, I know, John, you've been through later. this before, right? Yeah, this I've is, been, this I've is been your been second through. one. No, no, the third one. It was the Black Plague uh, <laughs> in Europe first. Okay, now you're just being silly, John. Oh, come on, you're not that old. Yeah. It's impossible. So mm. uh, have you guys left at all the house in the past few days? We went for a drive a couple days ago. We went up to um, Malibu. and Just because uh, you could? Up there. Huh? Just because you could? Yep. Yeah, actually, because we hadn't been anywhere in a week and a half. Yeah. Let's <laughs> get the here and we uh, just drove up there and then turned around and came back went to point doom and turned around and came back that's d-o-o-m am i right am i right 
hilarious. So I, <sighs> I stocked up on food and booze last week, and I was talking to my mother yesterday, and, and she said that they had enough food for a couple months and that she didn't want to go to the store so that, uh, so that other people could have access to food, you know? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Others, as I was like sitting on a crown of toilet paper, but uh, I mean a, a, a throne of toilet paper. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. You don't need to know what you do with your crowns and your personal time. Yeah, uh, actually, there were. I haven't been able to get any toilet paper at all, um, but I'll, I'll be okay. Don't worry about. We it. got some at. Uh, I know this is super duper exciting, but, but just Golden make- Road is selling its beer. Uh-huh. And anyone listening and you see Golden Road in the store beer, it's wonderful. It's made out here in Burbank. It's owned by Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser-Busch. Know. But they also are selling like um, mm-hmm. uh, pantry items. Like you pull up in your car and you get beer, but you also can get fruits and vegetables and you can get toilet paper. Oh. So we got a bunch of toilet paper from them today. Oh, that's good so to know. We're going to drink beer and shit our brains out. Uh, excellent. Call that a Tuesday. Um, yeah. So, Cassandra, what's it like being a single person in through all this? Take us through the loneliness. Yeah. Well, you know, I eyeball my ceiling fan a little bit different every day now. Uh, wonder if it could hold my weight. Um, Ooh, dark. <laughs> There's a much easier way. You just go get some helium okay, at the yeah, yeah. party store, but we'll, we'll talk about it later. That'll kill you. Oh, yeah. I, as I was driving around my neighborhood, there's a giant sign for helium at the party store, which well, I don't like, know if it's uh, open, but yeah, it's an essential service when it's no, in, I these, think dark, it's, in these dark times. You, you guys want out? You want off the ride? It's yeah. a much pain. It's painless. It's very easy. Oh, you mean to ov- overdose on helium or to hang yourself with helium balloons? No, you put uh, you with helium. What? Yeah, you you get you you get like a tr- like a bag from the dry cleaners, and you take a hose and you put the bag over your head, and you t- tape the hose to the bag, and you turn the helium on, and your brain it it can't tell that it's not oxygen because and it's odorless, so you just breathe it and you just go to sleep, and at some point you just suffocate. But while you're asleep, it's right. very so like humane, when you, very when wonderful. you when you inhale carbon dioxide, it it like forces your lungs to take in a breath. But so I, I'm just thinking does this not is not do that. Uh, the time to be talking about this. I'm no, just, I think it's, no. It's, it's great. We've talked about it yeah, before. It's a We've talked service. about it before. So uh, being single in a pandemic, <laughs> I suppose, um, I don't know. I don't think I can speak to that because uh, I have my whole family, you know, so I'm not actually alone. Um, for better or worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, if anything, it's kind of better because I have a feeling that this would be my situation either way. Um, but now that I don't have um, a partner, um, at least I have somewhere I can go where literally is just my space. It's not shared with another person at all. Uh, and that is my bedroom. So, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Is there, an, is there an insect by your mic? No, there's probably a lot of that going on. Yeah. No. No? Oh, come on. No. This is the time to do it. It's too loud. <laughs> you were the device. <laughs> the okay, device. moving on. Wow, 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 wow. So. <laughs> Wow. 
I have a one of those like mechanical bulls from Saddle Ranch, and so I have to sit there and I have to blow the whole thing up. And oh, so yeah. It's really the air compressor that makes all the noise. Oh, I um, see. I see. I see. That, yeah. That makes so, perfect sense. Yeah, and it's like not. It's pretty big apparatus. So it's better done in my living room, anyways. All right, I'm gonna get to the news right now. Very, oh, God. very fast, very fast. So, like. Uh, you know, Trump has been hawking this uh, hydrochloroquine. You guys have heard about this. This it's a malaria. Yeah. Yeah. It's an anti-malarial drug. And, yeah, and gotta be careful. It'll kill you. Yeah. Well, no. He said uh, over the weekend. Over the weekend, he said, "What do you have to lose? It's been out there for a long time. What do you have to lose? I hope they use it. I may take it." And he did add that he would consult his doctor. But he's been saying like this is going. This could be. He's called it. A game changer, and, and he keeps talking about it. And huh. at first, does, I, he, does he own stock in the company? Well, at first, I thought he, that he was profiteering, and it, indeed, he apparently has some interest in a fund that has invested in a pharmaceutical company in France that makes uh, hydrochloroquine. But they're not the only huh. ones. Well, no, but I mean, like every oh. every rich person has like money in some fund that owns a pharmaceutical company. So I, I don't know if that's necessarily why he's that way uh why he's been hawking this like you, then you watch trump and you realize he's just a guy who desperately wants to be liked and doesn't want to say like he wants to to, to win over the room uh, no matter what the truth is no matter what the science is and so he's like hey what what's the harm in this thing which could be a wonder drug we don't know but we that's the whole thing is we don't know and so why would you sell it like that i mean did you guys have a a, a reaction when he's kept talking about this stuff no i mean, can't i can't i can't um watch who watches him what only idiots and rubes and people who work at water parks watch him right i like water park <laughs> you work I, marty are you working for a water park right now yeah i work i work in san dimas raging waters water parks the Why cdc has a website <laughs> NPR has a coronavirus podcast. You listen to those two, you're caught up. You yeah. don't he's yeah. he's doing his show. And if you like his show, then yes. watch it. But yes. But it does like and his whole thing is like, what's the harm? Like we shouldn't we shouldn't we don't know, so what's the harm? Why don't why don't we just everyone take it as a preventative? And like first of all, like we don't know if it works. So that's the thing is we need to We study don't know it. if it doesn't work. Exactly. So then we should study it. We shouldn't be promoting it. Yeah, study it by everyone taking it. If it works, great. No, if you not, know why? Because we give the country back to the Indians. Everything that has like <laughs> all these treatments, they have they have consequences. And the, the side effects of, of hydrochloroquine can be really bad. One of the side effects is that it can damage your heart. You know what else well, damages? One of the side effects, if you take too much, is it'll kill you. Yes. That's a, that's a side effect. Right, because it damages your heart. And so one of erectile dysfunction. But can I just go in and ask for it? No, no, it's it's by well, prescription. Then what's the problem? He's well, just talking out of his ass. But yeah, but the other thing is like up, the other thing that hurts your heart is coronavirus. The like COVID-19 that disease it damages your heart. So it's like why would you want to increase the risk of damaging your heart like twofold it's silly and then also if you you're so focused on that then you like avoid these other treatments like a ventilator like something that 
could actually keep you alive while your body fights this disease. And the other thing is it gives people false hope. Like, I'm not saying that we should stop researching this drug. We should make sure that, you know, if it's safe and if it, if it works, we should absolutely use it. But like false hope is a really bad thing when he's saying like, oh, we have this whole thing under control. A month later, according to John, a million people are dead. A million Americans are dead. And that's, that's pretty, uh, I, I don't think that's a responsible leadership. Um, so, Well, are you regretting voting for him now? Well, uh, no, I still think that, like, you know, the, the tax breaks that I'm hopefully going to get someday when I become a billionaire are, are really going to pay back in spades. Like, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, everybody should do their fact check and everybody should talk through to their doctor. They shouldn't go to the aquarium store and get uh, hydrochloroquine off the shelf that is for fish and then take it like that couple did in... Arizona, one of them died, and because they and they didn't even have it. They didn't even have the disease. They wanted to prevent it. They didn't even have fish. They didn't. No, they did have fish. They, they saw. Oh, they, it. Had, they had fish, and yeah. those fish are now homeless. No, those fish now have malaria. Marty, what do I do if I don't have um, a doctor? Yeah, that's that's I think going to be a really big question after all this is like because right now he he cut off enrollment. For Obamacare for people who don't have insurance, uh, and that is the that is a bad thing. I mean, that basically cuts a lot of people off from healthcare that they could get affordable healthcare, uh, and none of this stuff is cheap. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but I think the well, I hope I hope this becomes a, a bigger issue as we go forward. Why? Because I think that universal health care is a, a very good thing for society. What do you mean you think this is, you hope this becomes a bigger issue, like a bigger political issue? The the lack of health care, not... Oh, yeah, okay, but yeah. not like a, like a political issue that we can discuss rather than a bigger issue... Oh, no, no, I don't want people to die, kill of course. People. No, if, if, if hydrochloroquine like saves lives, then distribute it, give it to everybody. And, you know, they can, we'll figure out a way to pay for it, but like save people first. And, but no, like just the lack, what addressing Cassandra's point that like, what about the people who don't have doctors? That's what you need to, to address. Like that, that is savage in a country like as rich as ours. I made a point. Yay. Sort of. yeah. Hey, uh, Mary fuck kill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fauci, the Surgeon General, or the doctor with all the scarves? Uh, the, oh, gosh. I don't know. I have to look these people up. The Surgeon General, who's that? He's that handsome, like... Um, he's black. He that can black say fellow. It. No, no. I was trying to figure out what his age was. Like, I guess he's in his 40s. He looks... Something. Yeah. Um, uh, a healthy black guy in his 40s? I'd fuck him. Okay. I'd marry Fauci. Oh, my God. He's you know. hot. Yeah, he's yeah. super hot. And he I don't know the person with all the scarves. I'm not. I'm not. Is some woman who some Blitz, female doctor. Bl Dr. Oh, I'd kill her. Blitz. Yeah, yeah. She was. She was all up uh, Trump's ass. So she can. I'm. I'm over this it. guy. I, I'm sorry. I did not. The Surgeon General Jerome Adams is a straight up hottie. He's a snack, right? Oh my! How old is he? Like 22? I know, Jeez. right? I'm sorry, I, I just, I, I, I didn't know what I was missing when I was uh, avoiding these Trump things. John, do you think he's cut? 
Oh yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, his uniform looks fantastic on him, but I'm sure. No, I meant his, I meant his dick. <laughs> oh, I think so. I think because uh, I've never done a dude, but I think I w would want him cut just because I'm cut. But that's uh, maybe I'm being biased. No, you are being biased. Okay. Just I mean, just so it's clear, you're being biased. I'm so. cut. I mean, I I didn't ask for it. I was I was mutilated as a child. I had no say in it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but there. I mean, you you're you're you come from a, a Jew. You're Jewish, right? I am, unfortunately. So you have you have actually a cultural reason. I'm cut just because everybody was doing it back then. <laughs> come on, someone do an age joke. I can't do the. <laughs> Well, Abraham came by. I want you to do your own age. I thought That's it was just the won. leprosy. <laughs> uh, I just don't know what they were doing with their penises back then. Yeah. So dipping I couldn't in make leprosy. it in an informed joke. So uh, I'm sorry. Have you guys been consuming media during this time? No, no, not at all. What, what kind of question is that? Who do you think you are? Uh, it's a legitimate question. I'm just like wondering what people look to for comfort, uh, you know, like like as a distraction from all the the noise and and. Every morning I listen to an '80s album. I I knew when I was a kid. Maybe listen to a single off of it. But what, what was uh, today's? Oh shit! Uh, today was the Cure. Which album? Uh, <laughs> I bet you to cheer up. Kiss me, kiss me, kiss me. Oh, 90. Oh, no, no, 89. It was like 80. Yeah, late, late 80s. But yeah. I've listened to some real 80s crap every morning. I blast like Cindy Lauper. I listen to Madonna's Like a Virgin. Wow. Uh, Hall and Oates, like shit I'd never listened to back as a kid. But like fluffy stuff, right? Yeah. Just like, well, uh, I listened to Billy Idol. So that was like a little heavy. Um, yeah, most of it's crap. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's like a like a hit song and then just filler. Yeah, but, uh, I've been enjoying it. Just like, oh, yeah, different music. Yeah. What about you guys? Anything? Um, love Actually. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Why not? Yeah. I mean, quarantine feels just like Christmas because all those people in the Midwest are putting their lights up because they thought that that was going to be like America's equivalent to all the Italians singing on their balconies. And you're stuck with your family in course, close quarters. Yeah. 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 It's very Christmassy. So, feels like Christmas for sure. Yeah. And I'm getting a lot of gifts for myself. I have been online shopping like a motherfucker. I have, which two. is stupid. I have no money. I have too, but I haven't bought anything, and and yeah, but I, I've because I'm terrified, but also I don't know what I, what I, I don't need anything, but I, I just I do it compulsively. Yeah, my yeah. entire outfit head to toe is brand new. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John, how about you? Have you been occupying yourself with what media? Have you been occupying yourself with? Oh, we've been watching movies and stuff, but one of the things that, that that's been incredibly comforting, I watched. We watched that uh, John Krasinski, uh, some good news um, thing on YouTube last night, and then uh, a couple nights ago, I think it was like Thursday. Wait, can you explain uh, what that what that is? Oh, it's just look it up on on YouTube. It's he's just sort of started a weekly um, YouTube show. Um, I think he had had it in the back of his mind is something that should happen actually like a, a network that just was good news and this seemed like an opportunity since he was 
stuck at home and he's got lots of famous friends and he's, you know, uh, a pretty funny guy. And, um, and it's, it's like a 15 minute thing. And the last episode that they did yesterday or the day before, I think it was the day before, I don't know when it came out, but they had like the original cast from, um, singing for a nine year old and a zoom call, uh, who couldn't go see Hamilton because, uh, of the coronavirus. And uh, it was she just was surprised. It was just so great. It was just such a wonderful thing. And and uh, Robert De Niro, he was in Hamilton. <laughs> what he was in he, Hamilton? Robert De Niro raps in Hamilton. I did no, not know Robert that. Robert De Niro did the weather. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's just a, it's just a fun, funny show, and it just focuses on good news. Was and there it, any good news? <clears throat> yeah, there's lots of good news. People are. Uh, uh, you know, uh, pitching in, making masks. Uh -huh. um, they're out, there's, out there's voting all... in Wisconsin. Well, yeah, there's actually is good. That's news. not good that they're voting in Wisconsin. I mean, if you really want to, the thing is, if you want to focus on the negative, if you don't watch Trump and think about how our, our president is a fucking liar and think about all the people that are going to die all the time, you probably are going to depress your immune system. So don't do that. Yeah. But, uh, also, I uh, we watched the Tonight Show. Uh, Jimmy Fallon uh, was interviewing people, and the interviews were more honest and less scripted than I've ever seen. It's really fantastic. Mm -hmm. He's there with his his two tiny little girls. I think they're like six and four, and they're helping him out. Okay, are they are they union? Huh? Are they union? Yeah, I, I don't know. All right. Well, that's just taking jobs away from the rest of us. So there was, there was a the, the, whether or not, uh, you know, uh, equity, equity is trying to uh, is trying to get in on streaming because they got nothing better to do. <laughs> so that, that's actually a question that's been going around at the theater, uh, yes. whether or not. And, and the question is whether this Hamilton uh, performance was, you know. Oh, my God. It's just like we. Did. I mean, fuck uh, unions. Yeah. Fuck them. Uh, in cases like this, yes, fuck them. But does Instagram Live now count as a form of? Theater? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if you're if you're if you union your theater union, uh, I think now is a good time to you know take a little rest. I mean, well, I. Who the I, fuck's I, gonna pay you? Instagram. Instagram's gonna give you what a hundred bucks every exactly. time you go live. Exactly. No. I, well, there's there's a level I can't. I, it's too stupid to get into. I, I I could try to defend their actions, and I really want to. I believe in unions, but equity could suck my dick. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I I'm uncut you. too. Wow. We suck we my uncut French dick. <laughs> my we, old we. uncut French dick. Uh, Tyson's been watching The Mandalorian and The Masked Singer and Spider Man Far From Home. Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh, hey, I uh, restarted um, one of my favorite shows, Party Down. Oh, excellent. You got to see me. Yeah. yeah I saw what episode are you in? I'm in the, the episode where Jane Lynch gets married. Okay. Second like uh, the, the last one. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> that'd be oh, so cool Cassandra, to see you. On I, TV. I know why you're an actress now because that was really convincing. Almost. Thank you. Yeah, yeah and um, your fake tax account name, Dan Etheridge, is one of the producers on that show. 
Oh. That is such a great show. John Enbaum wrote almost like every episode, and, and they're really great. He did a great job. I mm -hmm. love it. Yep. It was uh it was it was a good show. It was produced by uh Marty's former roommate uh Dan Etheridge, and it was written by Marty's former roommate John Enbaum and and, and Marty and Paul uh, Rudd. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you met Dan Etheridge and you saw uh, you see Paul Rudd and Dan Etheridge created that show, I think. Um and uh Scott, what's his name? Who's the lead of that? Rob Thomas. No, who's the lead? Oh, oh Adam Scott. Scott. Adam Scott looks like uh, the love child of Paul Rudd and and Dan Etheridge. Um, except minus like fifty pounds. He's, well, at the time, yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm not saying that that Paul Rudd or or Dan are are heavy, but like he's just super skinny. <clears throat> but all those Hollywood types are. Um, yeah, so it is. Are you on that show, Marty? You, I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Yeah. Just keep watching. And maybe okay. you'll see me. Maybe you won't. Okay. Uh, all right. Um so uh I think I well, you know, it's funny because I would happen to just like turn on a Marvel movie and just started watching it and just watched it front to back and it just was very comforting. It was like the equivalent of a grilled cheese sandwich of which I've had like three in the past two days. <laughs> And that is kind of where I am these days. Is that why your skin is so greasy? No, no, no. That's because that's I, haven't showered, I haven't showered in three weeks. That's why. Uh, but you need a haircut, Marty. No, no. I, I had the opportunity and I'm just growing it out. No, I don't. I definitely need a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. But that's going to that's gonna be the first thing. When, when this is over, people are going to be around the block at uh, Supercuts. Supercuts. Where do you go? Fantastic right, Sam's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> does anyone have a Floby that they can email or mail me? Please let me know. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. What's a Floby? Do you? Oh my God. Well, it's it's made for me. It's it's a, a thing that sucks on your hair and cuts it. Basically, you, it's a it's a clippers that you attach to a uh, your vacuum cleaner, and so that hair doesn't go anywhere. And then you can adjust the 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 you know, the height of the hair, or the length of the yeah, hair. It's like a lawnmower for your hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It pulls the hair up and then don't make that face. Cut it. Don't make that face. Don't just making a face. Does it work? No. I mean, it's for people who don't really give a fuck about what they look like. It's for trailer trash. Yeah. Oh. It, it was one of those things that they had, uh, you know, made for TV or whatever, you know. Right. Can, yeah. So, you could just uh, shave your head. I'm I'm loving my long hair. It's really fun. Um, can I just get right into uh, hold the on. Wisconsin election? Oh yeah, yeah. Go on. Tell people, and it turns out we have a lot of international listeners. Can you tell people what's going on <laughs> uh, with the international? I mean, with the uh, Wisconsin elections today. There was a primary in Wisconsin. Yes, Wisconsin has a mostly Repub conservative Republican. Uh, government, but they happen to have a Democratic governor, uh, which it's is purpley. A, huh? It's a purpley state. Yeah. Uh, well, kind of. But for the longest time, they did not have a Republican governor or sorry, Democratic governor. They had all Republicans for a while. Anyways, Democratic governor was like, yo, we have to push this uh, election. This is dangerous. And the Republicans were like, nah. And then the Democratic governor was like, okay, well, let's mail everyone an absentee ballot. 
and then that way they can still vote, um, but they won't be getting exposed. And the Republicans were like, fuck you, no way, because if everybody gets absentee ballots, you know how that shit's going to go. And um, but they're, they're so- just voting for the Democratic nominee. Well, no, 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 there's a lot of down ballot yeah. shit. Oh, okay. um, so there's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that um, the conservatives, uh, they don't want, they don't want all the young people and the minorities to go and vote, you know, um, but, and they will if they have absentee options. So yeah, so Wisconsin's voting today. Yeah. And it's the, uh, dangerous. Yeah, the Supreme but Court, doing it. The, govern- the governor tried to stop it and postpone it and the Supreme Court made them go through with it and then the president today I, I don't even need to go through it. anyhow he he called it uh, whatever some anti-republican thing and then blamed the governor for for having the vote go on even though he wanted anyhow it's so stupid so stupid it's nonsense this yeah. is the world we live in which is why okay did anybody watch the the Philip Roth whatever uh, show on HBO the yes um, our list yeah our list season six <laughs> um, uh, no I want to see it though we were supposed to right? we were supposed to I watched ten minutes of it and I was like this is about this dystopian future of a like where it's a racist uh, world America where the Nazis took over or an, or whatever um, uh, real Nazis yeah not like fake a, ones. well yeah I mean Charles Lindbergh that the concept is Charles Lindbergh becomes president and he's he turns out to be a what's the difference between a real and a fake nazi uh well because it's he he wasn't german he was he was just a he was a a racist nationalist okay yeah but so but that doesn't answer my question uh well i think it's it it, she it's to me i think like the nazis here in america or or whatever the press says these right-wing people they're not really nazis like trump isn't a nazi He's an idiot. Nazis are principled. They're the wrong principles, but they, you know. Uh-oh. Yeah. So I started watching this show. What, what is that? Yeah. What What did John just do? Did he just text us? He just texted us something. That's weird. Oh. Oh, it's just a, it's just a, some news that I. I, I, I my I, my I mom is a hysteric over. because she's Jewish and she thinks Trump is a Nazi and he's going to put Jews in camps. And I'm like. Okay. That would require work. And Let me just explain something to you, like you people. Like if John texts something, it means that he doesn't want to say it on the air. Oh, and well, so for weird. You, that was the first text I've ever seen. You guys I had sound, to react you guys sound like it. like me. What what is what is this technical? What is what is it suddenly showed up on my screen? What what is? Well, we're so gun shy because those fucking teenagers assaulted our whatever last week and. <laughs> showed us their assholes it was what? too much what what's happening yeah the the story that john tweeted which is so secretive is that these two panda bears in dc who are on loan for are they in dc or no in hong kong that are on they made it for the first time because they finally had some privacy yep in hong yeah. kong. wait so we're allowed to just text you what we think we should change the subject to at any point in this podcast no just your guys's reaction to it of like oh we're talking but john is trying to do something that doesn't interrupt our talking but let's stop talking and like address this thing okay totally but like when has this ever happened well you we know? haven't been doing th- this like meetup or whatever this hangouts thing very often 
We've done it every week since quarantine started. Right. We've done at least five. Mm, okay. Well, but uh, now we have a new way to communicate with each other. It, it no, that's good. That's good. It's like, now I know that that's available. It's like when I take off my headphones while you guys are talking and go to the bathroom and then immediately Steve goes, well, Mar- now that Marty's left to go to the bathroom, <laughs> like it's like, what's wrong with you? I don't want to fool the audience. I want I'm not them trying to, to fool feel the like audience. I'm just trying to keep the flow they going. Like us. They oh. feel like they're here with us. Yeah. Because we let them in on every step of the project. We talk about your excellent space work. We talk about your warm <laughs> toilet seat when you leave, you know, your weird food. We talk about all of it. John's really apparent old age. It's all so that everyone can be there. All right. All right. Well, welcome, everybody. We love having you here. It's really, really very, fun. Very transparent here. Oh, apropos <laughs> of absolutely nothing uh, to the millennial. Uh, during this crisis, my FICO score has gone up 10 points. I don't know why I've been bequeathed such great news, but I don't know. Maybe not going into debt is going to help your FICO. Oh, wait, you're spending money. Oh. Oh. So close. Steve, mm, you tr- I, yeah, you assumed, tr- I assumed that credit wasn't real anymore. Yeah, credit is just a construct. Was that not? I thought money was fake now. Wait, so you had a birthday over the weekend? Yes, I did. Yeah, happy and, birthday. Uh, happy hey, birthday. thanks. Happy birthday. Thank oh. you. How did you celebrate? Well, um, first thing that happened is I woke up and I uh, cried like for about 20 minutes, stressed tears. Um and then um, I did my little hamster wheel Peloton, and then I cried more in the shower, and then um, and then some people came over and they surprised me with like a, a socially distanced picnic, which I know is not allowed, but we did it anyways, and that made me feel good. But I did cry a lot when they showed up. Aww. It was an emotional day. Um, Sounds like it. Yeah, it was weird. I feel better that it's over. Yeah, and now you're <laughs> finally 21. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. I wanted to party. Birthday is a big one. This is a big birthday, but that's okay. Um, And did you you celebrate with your family too? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're here. So yeah, they bought me flowers. A lot of people left like white claw in my back porch, which (laughs) I didn't know that I was so closely associated with that. With what? uh, White White claw. Claw. When I see white claw in the store, I immediately think of you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do drink it, but is that LaCroix with booze? Yes, sir. Is it tasty? Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> <laughs> she just turned 21. This is what happens. Yo, no hangovers and no bloating. Just party, party, party. White claws are sick. So perhaps this is why everyone left them for me. I just have never, I mean, I could be drinking white claw right now, but I'm drinking beer. So you got to It gotta was a, a friend of mine's birthday on Saturday. And uh, she came out and rode bikes with us, and we had a socially distant picnic with her. And then later, she had a not a Zoom, not maybe it was Meetup. I don't know, with little circles on the screen, and a bunch of people had a birthday party for her. At, but my wife and I took uh, MDMA. I was gonna say peyote, Sick. and it was the best because I could be in the party, and then I'm like, I need to go in the other room and just listen to my thumb for a while because it's making some great sound. So <laughs> I would just disappear. She's like, where is he? Like, I'm I, I'm going to listen to, you know, my computer 
reboot for 30 minutes. That's what I need to do. It was so much fucking fun. Is your drug dealer offering curbside in this uh, COVID-19 time? Or do you just he goes, he goes go to his web. place and smoke out with him? And, and he gets Why like do you stories? assume it's a he? <laughs> you know what? You're right. It's a You're woman right. I know in Glendale. She's uh, mid-50s. She drives a white Lexus. All right, all right. She lives no, no, above no, the Americana. No, 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 no. I'm nipping that in the bud. You want the moon rocks? You want to fly? Where do you need to go? Honey, coronavirus do not slow down my throats. I have you know, uh, them. Glendale has some of the highest uh, cases of this virus. Yeah. Glendale and West Hollywood. Yeah. That's why I went the two places with the most sex. That's why I went to the Costco in in the Chinese neighborhood in in the San Gabriel Valley, and sure enough, every single person there was wearing a mask. And well, now we're supposed to. Do you guys have a good supply of masks when we when you go outside? My mom made some. Aww. Yeah, out of a bed sheet. That's nice. We bought yeah. one on Etsy. Uh huh. John, so do you we, have a someone... supply? Yes, my wife made a couple out of some scarves, and they're very attractive. And uh, and Michelle Dunn down the street. I was going to say, like, she's the, the seamstress with the meanstress. Yes, she's yeah. doing a great job. Yeah. And Marty, you just comb your hair over your mouth, or mm -hmm. what, what do you do? I don't comb it. I just flip it. <laughs> flip it. <laughs> it goes right over. Your sides are uh, winning <laughs> against your top there. I, I can catch <laughs> pollen coronavirus and just about it it's a it's hepa hair uh, so okay you're gonna look like a beetle by the end of this uh <laughs> which beetle was the one that was the saddest and shaggiest ringo ringo you're gonna look like ringo star we're gonna dip into the mail sack mail sack mail sack i want to get my hands in that mail sack Uh, yeah, yeah, that was great. I'm... Do you think we can like make it a goal that all of us look like Paul McCartney in one point of his life by the end of quarantine? <laughs> like I, I'll have to go like you know Yellow Submarine when they had really long hair. Uh, Marty, you're like Johnny Carson. Oh yeah, full haircut. Yeah, where's help? Uh, uh, yeah, where's like... Steve? You can go com like current day, and then Johnny can be what he looks like when he was a baby. <laughs> 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 I was thinking maybe uh, what, it, what it'll look like in 15 years. <laughs> sure. Yeah. John, I'll bet you can do it, Paul McCartney. Can you? No. What do you know? There you go. John, you look like the guy that does his taxes. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got some great email. It, it turns out that. Like people when they're sequestered and they're just like trying to hide from the rest of the world, that's when we shine. I, I told you our our audience is lonely shut-ins, and now is our time. Yes. Well, we already were broadcasting to prison, and now that all of the world is prison, it makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Makes sense. Like, like breeds like. We're gonna be rich. No. Gonna Who's getting paid? Because I'm not getting paid. Um. <laughs> Anyhow, moving on. Um, Fuck. Uh, Noah writes in and says, I honestly don't believe Cassandra will ever watch Star Wars. And at this point, it's just way too late for her to truly enjoy it. That's true. I 
could have watched it a couple months ago, and I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it either. You've gone this far in life. Why? Why make it a thing? Like I've I've never seen. Uh, no, wait, I saw the Karate Kid. There's some like famous movie that I'm like I never saw it. Where Jurassic Park. I've seen Jurassic. Uh, but maybe it is the Karate Kid. I don't think I've ever seen the Karate. It's actually kid. really well directed. It's a very good. Huh. Yeah, there's some really, really lovely things in that movie. Uh, so anyhow, Noah goes on and says, "If you do watch the movies, he suggests the Machete Order." The mach- What's that? The Machete Order. The Machete Order. Yeah. Dime. Uh, it's a modified order of watching Star Wars. Basically, you watch in this order: four, A New Hope. Five, Jedi, uh, uh, Empire. Two, don't know what that's called. Three, don't know what it's called. Six, Return of the Jedi. And then he says, now episode two really sucks and it adds nothing. So I suggest skipping it and just doing four, five, three, and six. Well, you just said two after six. I know. Yeah, I'm saying, after five. But see, he's that the machete order has two in it. But Noah is saving you two hours of time. And he's saying, I mean, I could save four hours of time and not watch A New Hope because I think I've proved on this podcast I know exactly what happens in that movie. Yep, that's true. Yeah, but it's a good one. Four, five, three, six. Much shorter of a task. What happened to one? Uh, It's all one is terrible. And what about at seven? Well, no, he's talking about the the first six. I mean, that, oh. that's kind of like the. the I want to see you guys all fucking burn. I want to watch them one, two, three, <laughs> and then maybe I'll make it to four if they don't suck enough. So oh, no, no, no! If you start from the beginning uh, with Phantom Menace, you won't get through half of that. That's one of the worst movies ever made. Well, <laughs> well, we it's it's interesting. We we have a that cu- will get me to watch it. To be honest, we have a couple different perspectives on this. So Noah goes on and says, "Why put three between five and six? Episode five's ending. Uh, this is which? Oh, uh, Empire. Empire Is that when Boba Fett gets frozen in a block of ice? Yeah, yeah Boba Fett exactly. gets frozen okay. in a block of ice. Perfect. God damn it! Turn off her mic. Okay. <laughs> episode five leaves a perfect opportunity to give background by watching two and three, which makes the ending in six much better. Yeah. Uh, episode three is passably decent, regardless of the acting and dialogue. It also helps Cassandra yes. avoid watching the worst of Star Wars while getting all of the story. Just it's just a suggestion. I don't. I think I think three three was made better by Kevin Smith's excitement about it. Mm. That that his enthusiasm for it was was did make it more palatable, but then you, when you think about it, it still kind of sucks. But uh, he yeah. says, "I don't expect Cassandra to love Star Wars, but I hope she has a pleasant experience and enjoys it." You know, what's a pleasant experience is not watching. my is what? It, oh, go on. <laughs> I was gonna say my mechanical bull that I have to blow up. Yeah. I don't know. Ten minutes to enjoy it. And that's about the running time of number three. Yeah, a uh, uh, usable running time, right? Yeah. What is it? The Revenge of the Sith? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. So, which one is Darth Maul in? He's in uh, 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 Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. He's got lightsabers on both sides. So <laughs> yes, and he's got. Um, he lives in West Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Luke lives in North Hollywood for sure. He's uh, no totally, trash. Totally. Uh, oh. Vader lives in uh, the Palisades of Brentwood. Cute. Uh, Lancaster. Really? Yeah. Wait. So when Luke's home gets destroyed in the beginning with his aunt and uncle, that's like North Hollywood? 
Yeah, well, yeah. I'm just it's saying, like, and three C3PO and R2D2 have been living in Silver Lake for like 40 years. <gasps> <laughs> Suddenly, I'm interested in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> which the, city the fun is, part of Silver Lake. Which city is that fun little bar in? The one that has that awesome band? That's Hollywood. Hollywood. It's right, yeah, that's Hollywood. right on Hollywood. That's uh, the Three of Clubs. No, oh, no. It's really? I, okay. It's Wait, actually a long time ago, the Three of Clubs. No, that's the Dresden Room. Uh, yes, that's what it exactly. <laughs> but you know, C3PO and, and uh, R2D2 have been living together for 40 years in Silver Lake, and everybody talks about them, but they, they've never actually had sex. Well, they're asexual. Why not? Uh, it's a companion that's relationship. True. Yeah, it's a companion relationship. They Every they, Sunday, they're at the, the Rose Bowl looking for antiques to sort cute. of zhuzh yeah. up and sell at yeah. their little store in Los Feliz. C3PO mm. is not really comfortable with people touching him, but R2 goes out and Fox. Princess oh, Leia, she's, oh. she's clearly from Santa Monica. R two, R two goes, R two goes to Akbar and fucks. Oh my god, I love that for him. Yeah, yeah, because he's a little, you know, East Side trash can. Noah goes on Leia to say, from the Palisades. he prefers the term "cum dumpster." Oh, yeah. okay. No, I get that. I prefer that term too. So. Noah says, I've sent a few emails in the past. I'm 25 and from Wisconsin, which is great. That's what we love to hear where you hope are. Hope you voted for Trump. Um, no, I hope you got to vote today. <laughs> I hope you voted today. Been listening since Dan Martin moved to this morning show. I was a junior in high school then. Jeez, I'm on the last right. year of wow. millennials, so I'm kind of a millennial Gen Z combo. Loved every iteration of the podcast so far. I miss Dan so much. We do too. I checked in with him. He's doing all right. Uh, I miss Bill, Emily, Giselle. Stephen is hilarious, and I love him regardless of his questionable music listening choices. John is smart and kind of what? annoying, Whoa. but in an, in, uh, in an endearing way. Wait, what did he say about John? Uh, I'm annoying, smart, and kind of annoying, but in an. I like. I used to like Wisconsin until just now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cassandra is consistently sharp and funny, even though she's oblivious of nerd culture and likes terrible TV. Marty's a boomer, uh, but he tries, and that's all I can ask of him. <laughs> <laughs> Never hey, thanks, Noah. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah let us know how things. I, mean, Noah. I don't totally understand how like watching Friends once a year is trash TV, but like, okay, <laughs> season seven. Okay, this is our first email from Sweden. I think. I think. I, I'm sure I'm wrong, but he says uh, this is Morgan who writes in. It says, you need to go check your levels. It is so uneven. Cannot listen to the last two episodes. Okay. Yeah. Try to try to fix it today. That was the whole email? That was it. And Morgan? Check, 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 check one, one, two. Check one, one two. Okay. One, two. All right. Syphilis. That's check. about as cold as <laughs> some Ikea furniture. Welcome to Nooner. This is for you, Morgan. Welcome to Nooner. Am I too low? Uh, okay, up up is up is uh, whatever his knobs. His, I don't have any knobs. His uncut knob. Um, cut. My knob is cut. Uh, so Morgan, thank you for emailing. I hope you can listen to this one. Email us back. Let us know something a little more. Uh, that was very helpful, but uh, we can always use more. <laughs> Tom writes in. So, I can't see it, but I bet Marty's foot is tapping so hard right now. Uh, it was oh, yeah. earlier, but now it's not. Now it's not. <laughs> now what are you at? You 10 milligrams it? a day? How much do you take? No, no. What I take keeps like, you, what uh, keeps I take like you floating? Uh, 20, 25. 
depends. So I, I, Morgan, when you can hear the podcast, do you also think John is annoying? Just, you know. Yeah, just throwing know. it out there. Just a what? little poll. Is yeah. John annoying? Or yes or no. I'm yeah. the only person on this podcast that knows what they're talking about. Okay. Is he endearing? That's it. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. The, the annoying question is already answered. Is he endearingly annoying? Endearing and annoying? Endearingly I mean, annoying. Oh. I know what I'm talking about as often as a good baseball player hits home runs. So, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> huh. oh, that's a good one. Tom. That's a three out of seven for all you fucking dorks out there. Three out of three seven out of home seven? runs. Oh shit! Oh, three, out of, three out of ten. You, oh my god! So this is not one of those. That's not <laughs> okay. a, a strikeout. That, that was when you should have not talked. When the coos said too much. <sighs> oh, that's that. Oh, there it is. When you get these lips flapping. Oh jeez. Bring up that. All right. When the coos says too much. Title of the episode. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So the email from Tom says, I hope you're all well on your end. Oh, he says, hi, Murps and Coos. Okay. For the record, Tom, Whoa. like she is just as a, much of a Murp as the rest of us. I think she's better than us. That's why she's a Coos. Mm, you, you get Coosie sometimes too. That's a nice way to say it. I, I hope you're happy, Kruger, that this is... My identity now. I am, I am How many times have you been stopped peachy. this week while you're sequestered and been sent, said like, hey, coos? I mean, like, there's that's what I'm called on Twitter. Uh, it makes me very Austin. happy. But for, for years, I would jokingly pretend to be like an alpha male to my wife. And I would say, like, did you do your womanly duties today? Like, as a joke. And she would laugh. And I did it over and over and over again to the point where she once did a bunch of stuff and she said, look, I did my womanly duties. And I was like, oh, she owns it. So it, the fact that no, you're that, that's owning like, that's gaslighting. the thing that, yeah, no, no, it's gaslighting. I think it's uh, the Stanford prison experiment or something. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, it's definitely, uh, you're being brainwashed, but uh -huh. you know, okay. If you I, want I'm, to tweet, I'm happy. It's that's a Stockholm. At, that's at Kuz yes. Cardenas. <laughs> Who's <laughs> um, Cadenas? Go save it. Go save Kudinas. it before somebody, save it yes. somebody takes it. So uh, Tom <laughs> says, I hope you're well on your end. Everything seems to be settling into its own routine here in Sydney. And so we have Sydney, we have Wisconsin, and we have Sweden. Sweden. And I think Tom is a teacher and he misspelled it's. It's. Okay. One of the He was robbed last week. I remember that. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Marty. Oh, I'm sorry. Now I feel dick. like a dick. Uh, this is actually a great question. Um, one of the senior classes that I'm teaching remotely at the moment is looking at popular culture surrounding horror films. So now John, you are teaching remotely as well, film classes, right? Yes, I, yeah, remotely teaching. That's <laughs> What was the last movie that you forced your people your your students to watch? Uh, the Big Sick. Mm. The Big Sick. That's a great one. Yeah. yeah. Has a lot of stuff in it that uh, we got to talk about. Like what? Well, it's a, it's a great example of the cultural difference between, you know, immigrants um, and 
people who were raised in this country, um, and especially the difference between the individualism of American culture versus the sort of collectivist nature of other cultures, uh, specifically Pakistan. Wow, I felt like I was in your class there for a second. Okay, yeah, you know, this... I was just about to take a deep you, nap. You're going to say a giant <laughs> dump. Um, this actually meshes really well now i know people are really listening to me this meshes well with tom's question and he says um he's looking into the uh, pop culture surrounding horror films and particularly how horror creates social commentary which is like a been a, a a trope for for decades i'm in the midst of making a must watch list of horror films and I would love to hear what you would all consider to be quintessential movies of the genre and uh, that you would recommend to a pack of 18-year-old ding-dongs. Wishing you all the best and stay safe, Tom. Tom, I hope you didn't get robbed this week. And great question. I, uh, I had this question before everybody else, so I, I just jump in with a couple right off the bat. Like zombie movies, always great uh, fodder for... Herd mentality and stuff like that. Uh, you got Night of the Living Dead, which is about ultimately becomes about race relations. Dawn of the Dead, which is about consumerism. Train to Busan, which is about I don't know. A train to Busan. A train to Busan. It's By the way, being a commuter. The trailer for the sequel looks awesome. It's very fun, and of course you've got like the the recent ones like Get Out, which is pretty. You know, wears its uh, wears its social commentary on its sleeve. Um, but it's still great. Great movie. Really good. Uh, the Purge Anarchy, the second Purge, really, really fun. More of an action really? film. Oh, it's great. It's really, really good. Yeah. And then Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the original 55 or 56 one with, uh, what's his name? McCarthy. I don't know. Kevin McCarthy. Uh, is. Uh, it took place during the McCarthy or post-McCarthy era, so it was a, a lot about uh, McCarthyism. And it's a very good movie. But the 78 one is one of my favorite movies of all time. Philip Kaufman, and that's also, I, I think the politics are a little different, but there's a lot of sort of social, like I said, like it's kind of a zombie film. There's always this sort of, uh, it becomes about more about sociology, I guess. Uh, and then The Host is another great one, uh, uh, the Bong Joon-ho film, monster film. And that's about, there's lots of themes about American imperialism and stuff like that. Uh, and of course, cannot forget Red State. Red State, which also wears its social commentary very firmly affixed on its breastplate. Uh, and, but it was a fun movie, and I know that Quare liked it a lot. Red State. Yes. There she is. Uh, do you guys have any... In, uh, thoughts i mean do we have to have like a fucking lesson plan attached or no. can we just say like movies because like i unfriended is a good one to watch like right now because this is we communicate the same way that that movie takes place and was that all so, done in webcam yeah it's all in webcam chat so it's cool and it's especially cool to watch on a laptop um and then um hereditary is just fucking scary Hereditary is just is a great, great movie. It's a really, really, really good. It was like so good that like I was like smiling and, and laughing and so scared and, and at the so same scared. time. Yeah. And if you the sound in it is amazing. So if you have a good sound system, crank it up. If you're watching it on your computer, put on headphones. The sound is awesome in that movie. 
Yeah, that one is just fun to watch because you get to see like all these little tiny moments where someone was like, hey, like, let's add that guy right there. It's going to be really fucking scary. And you don't even like scary movies. Uh, I've grown to like them a little bit more. Uh, And... And I can thank a lot of the listeners of the podcast for giving me good ones to watch. But it, the more and more I watch them, the more I like them because it's just exciting to see what people come up with on what's scary. Um, I would uh, throw in the Babadook um, oh. as uh, a really a gay cute. icon. It is. It yeah. is. Yes, he's oh. a gay icon. The Babadook. Yes, he's a gay <laughs> icon. Okay, let's do another lap, John. Let's go one more time. When you said he, because he's a monster, so I don't know. Yeah, it's a gay icon. Now, uh, it's a great Australian film. Jennifer Kent, I think, is the director. Yeah, that's right. And what what did you think? Did you f- what was like the social commentary about that? I mean, not that that's necessarily what what we're talking about, but well, I'd be I, crazy. Yeah, I, I showed it in my class, and the thing about the Babadook that's interesting is that um, the Babadook may or may not be imaginary. Probably isn't in the context of the film, but. But the uh, the woman's um, symptoms are exactly the symptoms of depression. Of so what? You can put that, of depression. Of clinical depression. Oh, wait. Who's making noise? That's uh, oh, Cassandra. Anyway, so that that's a that's a that's a fun scary movie. Uh, and then uh, there was something else, but I forgot because I'm old. But that movie also is just like a really uh, satisfying movie. I yeah. I, it's a good movie. I've, just such a well-directed movie. I have yet to see the movie she made after that. It's on Hulu. Uh, it's about uh, some girl with a gun um, in old times. I'm just judging from the picture. Girl with rifle running through the woods. Uh, Steve, yeah. do you even like horror films? Who, me? No, the other Steve. I didn't hear. I, you cut out. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I do a lot, quite a bit because they... Are very entertaining, but they're usually about something bigger. Like you said, the uh, Night of the Living Dead is really about how we look at race, but it's zombies eating people and people freaked out. So it's like I, I would suggest two, and just randomly picking them out of my giant brain. But one is uh, Bone Tomahawk, oh, which is a western, Kurt, Kurt but Russell. it's a horror movie. Yeah, Kurt Russell's in it, and it's got a scene in it that still bothers me today. And I saw it like four, maybe five years ago. It is fucking upsetting, and it is kind of like a horror movie. I mean, they're it's, ostensibly they're monsters, monsters in it, yeah, hunting these Texans down or wherever it's set in the old west. It's called but, Justice. Uh, there was a movie I saw a couple of years ago that was directed by this woman who, whose name I forget, but it was. It's like a great example for the other listeners who are like want to be filmmakers and blah blah blah. It's so small and contained and it is so well done it's called the invitation <laughs> and it's like a bunch of people are invited to a house party in the hollywood hills karen kusama yeah wow is she a friend of yours yeah i know all the asians okay oh she's asian no, she's... kusama yeah eh. okay uh japanese right yeah yeah multiple syllables she did that that movie like gr- girl fight um, oh she did yeah oh, she did Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a it's a like and then shit goes fucking sideways like you can't believe and it's like oh it's all one night one house one location it's you don't you don't need uh, a drone you can make a like a really compelling story and it's it's piece. pretty fun I mean it's weird how it expands and yeah it's yeah it's, it's just it's neat like I didn't know anything about it somebody just told me like watch the invitation and I watched it and I, I just 
it fucking floored me. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, but by the way, if you're into filmmaking, I highly recommend, like, there's a director named David Sandberg. He's a Swedish fellow. And he basically made, like, he, he studied Blender, which is a free, like, 3D special effects software. And just made the films with like in his apartment and just like tons and tons of short films, horror films, and then just posted them, did whatever. And like, you know, like, wait, just... what does that fucking sound? John, are you playing with no, your fucking figurines? It's Cassandra, right? I'm not what? doing anything. No. It's the, it's the other coups. Uh, but <laughs> John's asleep. <laughs> no, that's called a stroke. Uh, oh, there he is. I smell bread. But David Sandberg, <laughs> he he ended up uh, doing the short that had got sort of went sort of viral. It was called Lights Out, and you can go look at it on YouTube. And then he has a YouTube channel, and then he did turn that into a feature film that was okay. Then did Annabelle Creation, which is like the sequel to the Annabelle series, and then he ended up doing Shazam, which is a big ass like. Like, you know, many million dollar film with the the guy from Chuck. And uh, he posts online, like, all these making ofs, all these behind the scenes of how he did things and, like, how he at home, like, did these special effects shots that became, like, that went into, like, Lights Out and, and Annabelle. And it's, like, pretty awesome, like, just seeing some guy who knows, like, every aspect of filmmaking talking about it and doing it like he's like oh yeah for this i just got a trash can from ikea and put a light bulb in it and that's how i got diffused light and like oh that's pretty fucking awesome and he's like oh i didn't have any time so i just did this in blender myself and you know saved the money and uh but yeah great great uh, youtube channel if you're into filmmaking okay moving on thank you tom uh, i hope that was helpful Thanks, tom. i don't know if that was helpful at all we it was just us saying movies we liked. Michael Binhock says, in my wildest dreams, I never imagined the impact of the, the magnitude of the coronavirus and what it's had on society. At the beginning, I was so naive to think, like a lot of other people, it's just another form of flu, but I was mistaken. Public life most, came mostly to a halt. Gatherings, and he lives in Germany, so now we're in Germany now. Uh, uh, public life uh, mostly came to a halt. Gatherings will be fined with uh, 150 to 2,000 euros, depending on if you're a private citizen or a business. I'm wow. one week at work, one week off. Well, that's good. I'm just just at home. Uh, here at the Post Tower, most people are in home office. On Saturday, my cousin, uh, friends from France, and her parents in Morocco are uh, came together on Facebook Live and have dinner and play games. Okay, that's good. Have you been doing a lot of... Uh, well, John, you've still been doing your happy hours most 5.30s. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry I haven't been able to join. Work's been a little crazy, but um, but I, I will be joining whenever I can. Anytime. Uh, and then, Cassandra, did, did you have any sort of online? Have you been doing online stuff uh, besides I've this? I played Quiplash with some friends once, but... That was it. We're playing a lot of board games here, and um, um, we just finished a puzzle yesterday. Yeah, my sister just dropped off a, a like a thousand. It's it's like this these tiny little pieces, but it's a 
a thousand pieces. So it's going to take forever. And it's a photo of, of all of us. And I don't want to see myself. I know what I look it like. It might not take forever because I did a thousand piece puzzle. And I started two days ago and it, yeah, it got finished yesterday. Nice. So if there's a will, there's a way. And then Steve, you told us about your birthday celebration. Yeah, Quiplash is really, really fun. Uh, this is a, a Jackbox game that you can play, and you only only one person needs to have the game, and then everybody just everybody else just is on their phone. Yeah, I've been meaning to do it and reach out and see which listeners will play with me. I just um, we'll, we'll, fu- we'll play. Huh? We'll play. Yeah, no, we can play. It's just uh, it's hard to have the motivation. To actually pull through with a lot of these things. All right, all right. I, I will make you it, understand. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, speaking of games, Michael goes on to say you had uh, Mike Shapiro. Is that right? Is that his name? Shapiro. Shapiro. That's right. Shapiro, Shapiro because the family's originally from Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah. Originally, uh, on who plays the? You had uh, Mike Shapiro. Shapiro on who plays the G Man in the Half Life game series. So he was here and you he couldn't talk about it. And he was talking about an upcoming game. Now we know what he was talking about. The cat's out of the bag. So Michael bought Half-Life Alex, and this is the mm-hmm. 3D VR game. And he bought it oh. for his Oculus Rift. And depending yeah. on the uh, movement setting, the game experience is great. So for those of us like me, VR can be problematic because I'm very susceptible to motion sickness. So, but uh, Michael says that he finds that motion sickness is not so bad when using teleportation. That way I can play longer. Stay healthy, Michael. All right. Using teleportation? I guess that's where you don't have to walk and do the footstepping thing. Oh, yeah. All right. Good. That's I didn't realize that people could teleport already. Uh, it's a very, very smart thing to have. Okay. The, I I'm would gonna... imagine, Marty, it's hard for you to get the VR goggles over your mutton chops there. <laughs> well, that... I call it like it, it's ventilation. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the wife complains about <laughs> Did you all tell the your hairstylist hair. you wanted to look like Dorothy Hamill? <laughs> I wanted short and sassy hair. That's something that John. You wanted to look like a 70s female ice skating queen? Yeah. She had a, she was a okay. spokesperson for a, a shampoo called short and sassy. I can't wait. You're going to have the best bob. Oh, my God. Yeah. It will be like me <laughs> in 1978. It will be awesome. Okay, I'm going to... Bruce sent us an email from Shenzhen. We love Bruce's emails. It's just super long. I'm going to go through this as quickly as I can because it's also about Star Wars. And we know how... I don't want to lose Cassandra because she's here. I love it. Okay, okay. You know, it's, uh, I, I, I get it. I'm there. yes. I am one. I have the force. Read it to me. Okay, don't roll your eyes when you say that because I can see you this time. No, Han shot first. Okay, let's go. Today, Ching, today is Qingming, a festival to honor ancestors and pay homage to our elders. It's a poignant holiday, especially this year. Hope you're getting well, uh, getting through this pandemic. Just rented episode nine, Rise of Skywalker. I didn't dislike it, but it did make me cock my head and continually think, uh, odd choice. After my initial yeah. viewing, uh, I uh, I could not for the life of me remember how the movie started, so I had to rewatch it just to recall details. Yeah, I don't remember how it started. Upon second viewing, I really liked the special effects, but again, mm. it, it felt like a hollow story with hollow characterization. I had the same feeling after the first two of this trilogy. 
I thought the second one was good, but uh, unfortunately, when you watch episodes seven through nine with that sound, just like the uh, prequels, visually, they're all stunning to watch, even Phantom Menace, and that's the best that can be said. Once you turn on the dialogue, it all goes downhill from there, like a bad date. I like the three leads, so I'm not sure what is missing from this story. Oscar Isaacs is charismatic, Daisy Ridley is great, sympathetic lead, and the actor who, actors who play Finn and Kylo are wonderful. I love the scene with Han Solo, but overall, I don't feel like I missed anything by not seeing it in the theater, and I don't feel the need to ever watch it again, sadly. Having said that, I've seen Empire Strikes Back more than any other movie in my life over 100 times, and I'll probably see it 100 more before it ends. My VHS tape has frayed. Maybe it's just because I'm John's age. I don't know if anybody is, but mm. um, and I can't stand anything new. Get off my lawn. Empire Strikes Back, that is sick. Five. Five. Yeah. Speaking of the prequels, now that we have some pandemic time to reminisce, I'd like to make a case for rethinking Star Wars Episode One, Two, Three. This is where I'm going to just skip through all this because, uh, no, you're wrong. He doesn't have a new order for me. No, he doesn't have a new order. And Hayden and Natalie Portman. I like can... this machete order. I just don't want to miss anything if I'm going to do it. I'm you're gonna not going to miss anything. Do it. Just, just watch the, what's the Topher Grace cut? And yeah. Topher Grace has a cut? Yeah. 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 It's good. Yeah. Really? Relatively speaking. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no. Okay. Why? Well, because he basically took all three, one, two, and three, and cut it down into a two-hour movie. Who it's, asked him to do that? He was off. George he was, Lucas. He was on hiatus. He was, uh, he's, was on a TV show for seven years and then barely worked. He's got lots of money and time. Yeah. That yeah. 70s show. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I was referring to. I, I have tried to do the, a, a similar thing to the movie The Room with Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. And I tried to cut it just to make sense. And all like, so storyline, there's no story to it, but well, every scene here's starts a, a story, start, ends a story. Like, so I tried to make it. Makes sense, and it's about a twenty-minute cut. I've said this once. I've said this many times. <laughs> you're no toe for grace, okay? Well, he didn't actually cut it. He like hired someone. No, he, he cut it himself. And... No, he didn't. I know. Oh, all right. Why but he did a good job. Like, well, why wouldn't you cut it yourself? It's just like so easy. You just go. Bloop, 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 bloop. What do you do? Bloop, 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 bloop. Okay. Um, okay. Premiere or a Final Cut Pro? Uh, I would. That was iMovie. <laughs> Black Magic. Da Vinci Black Magic. It's free. Okay, you mentioned Captain America First Avenger. I believe the free the three Cap movies make up the second best movie trilogy of all time, slightly behind the original three Star Wars. You might scoff and mention the Godfather trilogy. No, we wouldn't, because that's a there are only two of them. Fuck that uh, Godfather. <laughs> and that's Fuck that not movie. accurate. Uh, yeah, Godfather Three was one of the biggest disappointments I've ever seen. It should not have been made. And but. All three Captain America movies have a very high level of storytelling and visuals that stand the test of time and rewatching. And they fit so well as, as part of a larger picture. Harry Potter, I wouldn't call it a trilogy because it's eight movies. Um, but all three, yeah. Like, do you, did you guys like the Captain America movies? No? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were good. I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah I just recently watched uh, First Avenger uh, like a week ago or two weeks What's ago. What's another trilogy that stands up? Like, not The Matrix. Oh, Lord That's of the Rings. Fucking garbage. Lord of the Rings is awesome. Godfather? Lord of the Rings, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, but it's, it's and, also based on a book which had thought it through, which is the problem no, with it was the. It's based on a trilogy of books. 
Right, but yeah, the, the last three Star Wars suck because they weren't they did they changed one in between each uh, movie. Whereas Lord of the Rings, they knew where they were going, and they didn't just like, oh, that didn't work in the first movie. Let's just change everything. Um. Yes. So, for the record, Bruce does mention Lord of the Rings as a close third, and uh, okay. So I'm going to go down to um, Bruce's top ten moments in of Nooner. Oh God. Okay, and these are all new to me. I don't remember any of these things. Uh, Stephen's Dutch lady of the evening, who wonders if he uh, if he want to fook her in the boot for fifty euros from. Episode 202. I do not remember that. 202? Yeah. What episode are we on right now? I have no idea. Uh, Marty and Cassandra learning that rich people like Barry Diller are just like them, even liking bananas from 198. Oh, I remember that. We were saying banana. I remember that. I think we were saying it's stupid. All right. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Do you think, uh, who, who's the one who tweeted? Oh, David Geffen from his yacht. Do you think he's eating bananas right now? He, he, he inst- he's eating some uncut dick. Yeah, uncut bananas. Uh, Hello. Oh, we're only at two twenty-two. Okay, so some of these things are kind of recent. Okay, All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, cool. 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 Marty's mom's wonderful wedding toast, where she compares her kids way back in episode seventy-seven. <laughs> That's a rough one. That did not. That did not age well. <laughs> no, I think it's great. I think it's classic. Oh. Classic. Look it up. Episode seventy-seven. Uh, the D and D episode. More, please. That was really fun. Yeah. Uh, Cass- yeah. Cassandra and Steven's Boston couple who orgasm with Noma. <laughs> sure, sure. I do remember that one. Ripped good. off by uh, Eliza Schlesinger or whatever in that um, fucking shitty Mark Wahlberg movie that we had to watch. Oh, yeah, that's right. You could just say Mark Wahlberg movie. You know, the shitty is implied. Oh, okay. yeah, you're right. <laughs> Steven guest hosting episode 184 where you clear the air. Oh, that was oh, a, boy. That was a fun one. Sure. I don't remember. John's defense of his age and dungeon master key ring. Uh, Marty's bosses who make Armenia seem so inviting. Bill's <laughs> exasperation interrupting Marty's political point. I've only had one. Uh, Giselle reading my Can He Finish short story way back in August of 2016. Aww. Aww. Like some very wise people said on a previous episode, be undeniable. We were the first ones to ever say that. Thanks for keeping up my spirits, Bruce and Shenzhen. And he also included a Nichols and May clip. And just look up Nichols and May on YouTube. And there's some classic, classic comedy, sketch comedy back then. Wait, what was the undeniable thing? I don't remember that. Don't know. Don't know. Like I said, these are all. Thank you, Bruce. That was a very sweet email. Yeah, that was awesome. And it, it, I, maybe someday I'll listen to these. 77. Uh, (laughs) And yeah, and I'll, I mean, I didn't mean to to rush rush through all the Star Wars stuff, but we did talk about Star Wars already. Uh, Steve Owen. Oh, Christ. He writes in and says, uh, Hey, Marty, last week you told a story about this monster lady who told you to leash your dog, and your excuse to us was that your dog is blind and can't really do much. Part of why we are all supposed to wear masks in public is to assure other people that we are doing, we are trying to keep them safe. That said, how in the serious fuck is that lady supposed to know that your dog is blind and has limited mobility? From her perspective, you're just another white male who thinks the rules mm. don't apply to him. Whitish. 
Ooh. And before you say you aren't white, you are a person of color. I have taken a poll of men and women who are black, Hispanic, Asian, white, and Jewish. And the consensus between them is that black is the only people that are un under that particular flag, people of color. You're one of us, Marty. You're yeah. another oh, white loser. Thank you. Oh, thank God. One of us. Thank God one I've never us. been judged or characterized by the color of my skin. While I understand that you don't want to be considered white, it would appear that black people don't want you in their camp either. That's why I'm not black. Hello. Wow, there was so much anger in that. First of all, the woman who I saw, I, I didn't mention this, but I've, I see her, I've seen her like a dozen times. And she, my dog has never approached her dog. So that's why I, I feel like that her reaction to me, and I've said hello to her, but... Uh, it felt like white hate. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you do. No offense, Marty, but you're you're a little bit of a garbage person. I'm a garbage person. That's fair enough. She wasn't. It had nothing to do with the dog. That I acknowledge. It had everything to do with your hair. What kind of dog are we talking about? Who's the blind dog that I have, John? I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know all your dog's names. It's not Humphrey. It's it's the older one. Who? What kind of dog is that? It is Humphrey. No, Humphrey wouldn't. No, it's not Humphrey, is it? Yeah. Humphrey is the old one. No, Humphrey is the blind one. So that's, you're talking about Humphrey? Yeah. And yelling at me f to put put him on a leash when he's not even coming anywhere he's near. Not even a dog. Yeah, not even a dog. Exactly. Just like, a little stuffed like animal. A, he's, what a, he's a gremlin. Yeah. Yeah. But a stuffed gremlin who doesn't do anything. But yeah. a, anyhow, yeah. No, it's fair enough. That's and it, it wasn't so much that, that she wanted me to, to put my dog on a leash. That's fine. But it was her. It was her intonation and the fact that I'd seen her a dozen times and like the first time she spoke speaks to me is to be like a dick, like to speak in that tone. So I understand, like I, my point is that in these times that are very stressful, people react to them differently. So she reacted in a very defensive way and building up walls. And meanwhile, I've met a lot of my neighbors. So, and she's fine. I'm not mad at Did her. Did you slash her tires like no, you no. said you were going to do? I'm, I have no problem with her at all. I was just mostly just highlighting the difference between how people react to stress. Was so, that that uh, letter writer serious about you're not a person of color based on her ad hoc poll of some friends of hers? Steve Owens. Steve Owens. Oh, uh, it's Steve Owens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's um, ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, no, he's lying. I mean, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. joking. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to check. <laughs> yeah. It, it is interesting being uh asian i i was thinking about this the other day like because like they're not like i have not been like i'm not a victim of hate crimes i i'm not a victim of police profiling but i've def people definitely form opinions about me bef just based on my race and that is interesting so it's a it's just a different it's a different life experience for me, a person of color, as opposed to a black person of color. So, yeah, prejudice yeah. is prejudice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then John, I mean, then Steve people judge me based on my age. Who does that? I don't. I mean, to some people, hmm. it's happened. It's I don't, I don't not your age. age. It's your keys and your. And your weird green screen and your algebra one textbook behind you and your your angle of your camera. I mean, your age 
is the reason for all these things. And maybe that's why you take it that way. Oh. So oh, yeah. who are you again? Steve writes in again and it says, <laughs> oh, hey, kids and John, I know you're pretty tired of talking about Tiger King, but I just wanted to share a couple things with you and the fellow Noonheads. Uh, Jeff Lowe uh, says that a new episode of Tiger King will be released this week. All caps. What? Yeah. There will be a new what? episode released. And, I, and from what I hear, it's all shot on an iPhone. Also, I've reached out to some of the, these fools to be on my show. Carol's people said she isn't doing interviews anymore because Netflix lied and misled their initial intentions and that they edited the final product in a way that makes her look bad slash murderous. Uh, for those of you wondering about Joe Exotic, he was transferred from his federal prison in Oklahoma to a federal medical prison in Fort Worth, most likely due, his persist to, due to his persistent limp and some other pre-existing medical issues. Uh, recently, I made the news that Joe was quarantined because he has COVID-19. This is not true. He was quarantined as a general yet regular precaution because he was moving from one facility to another. Did not know that. Yep. Did not even strike my imagination that I would worry about him being quarantined. Um, yes, I'm still in talks to get him on Fascination Street Podcast. That's Fascination Street Podcast. He's going to get Joe right. Exotic? Another fucking plug. He's in talks. He's going to get Joe Exotic from, like, I, from jail? I, I don't know. Okay, I would just like to go on the record again. Carol Baskin is not the bad person in that documentary. It's the doc. No, who, who's the bad one? No, I mean, she's a shithead, but like everyone oh. who's going after her and oh, attacking yeah. her and stuff, yeah. it's like mm, she's a victim of online harassment, stalking. Yeah. Like, hello. Everyone. Who cares if she fed her husband to tigers? Um, he, her Steve, husband? Yeah. I mean, just a list of people. Well, whatever. Steve closes with, I love you all and can't wait for life get to get back to normal and um, me to send you guys various body parts in a box with cold packs. Stay safe. Uh, good. Thank you, Steve. Uh, David Castro from the Valley. Yes. Uh, who lives with Luke Skywalker. Uh, hello, Murps. Glad to, that you guys are still podcasting on a weekly basis. I'm currently playing Division 2 for Xbox, uh, Star Trek Timelines for my phone, and Animal Crossing for the Switch. Anybody? An Animal Crossing? Anybody? Not yet, no. No. Do you, do you even have a Switch, Steve? No. Okay. Well, then, not ever. It's tough. Uh, first few things I'm doing when normalcy returns is work, movie theater, and collector shops. I hope you had a great birthday, Cassandra. When this craziness is over, we can celebrate by getting drunk off our asses. First round is on me. By the way, it gave me a smile hearing Cassandra bring me up on the last podcast. But all I remember from the conversation is her saying, oh, fuck my ass. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the free funny. See you around your friendly neighborhood not a pharmacist. David he works Castro. at Magic Mountain. Yes. Yeah. And, um, okay, last couple ones because I want to get back to, well, no, let's go. What do you guys, what is the first thing you're going to do when the stay at, uh, the shelter in place order gets lifted? I'm going to come over to your house and give you a hug. Yeah, I'm going to lock my door. Um, okay, what about you guys? I'm gonna hug all my friends too. I'm gonna hug them so fucking hard. Oh, watch out, y'all! I'm coming in for squeeze. After I come over to your house, Marty, I'm gonna come over to Steve's house and give him a hug. 
Steve, what are you going to do? I'm going to go to that party store and get all the fucking helium. Yeah. I'm going to do <laughs> yeah. it. Helium Check isn't... out. Of the, I'm done. I have seen what humanity does when there's a crisis, and I am rooting for the virus. You know they. You know how they get helium? <laughs> uh, no. They mine Empty it. Empty balloons? They mine it. They, they oh. get it from the ground. So there's a big shortage of helium. Because... Well, there'll be enough to get me off the planet. All right. All right. That won't take much. Yeah. Michael Binhock writes again. Um, he says, a PS to last week's podcast. Cassandra is totally wrong about Michael. I'm a lonely shut-in who only goes on vacation to visit my cousin. Otherwise, I stay home, cook, clean, play games, and binge shows. And it's not my fault we're having so many paid days, vacation, and holidays. You just live in a fabulous country. Uh, okay. Perhaps I exaggerated some things for comedy. Oh, okay. uh, Every time I, I go through this lovely city we live in, which is in full lockdown, and I see groups of teen kids who rode bikes to the river where I live, all smoking pot, sharing the pipe, or, oh, the guys next door who are refurbishing an apartment and have people coming in, in all day, no one wearing masks, no one wearing gloves. Like It's like half the city's like, oh, great, I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing. I think about Germany. And I think mm. about being on that Autobahn and watching all those cars pull over in the far left lane onto that little patch of grass to let an ambulance go by. And I was like, oh, and this is like a Jew speaking. I'm like, Germans are better than us. We suck. And now I, I you know, like over the, over the weekend in my neighborhood, people had a block party where they put a car the wrong way and said road closed and they had a block party. It was like on the front page of Reddit. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't, we, we suck. We can't like, all you like, got to do is stay home and block party. I'm sorry. When did they have the block party? Saturday. Did you call the police? I didn't see it. I saw it on Reddit. I went on a bike ride with our friend who it was her birthday. But Man, you like, got some fucking attitude doing shit like that still. Like, I just don't understand like what the motivation is. You know, we're in California. Our curve is finally like getting better than the other states. And then people just like to be defiant. And then they all have like all their defiant friends. And it's like, just stay inside. Hey, uh, Michael Binhock, can you sponsor me to live in Germany? Because I'd like to come live there after this is over. Well, they have a lot of cases too, but they don't have nearly as many deaths. So, yeah, you don't hear much about Germany. You're like, oh, Spain, Italy, Iran. Yeah, they have the a lot of. A lot of cases. But Angela yeah, Merkel had that very much. moving speech or very stirring, rousing speech where she urged her uh, her country to be vigilant and, you know, follow follow the rules. Yeah, well, we had our president give a rousing speech that the press are nasty and you should try this well, drug I think, I think she used for to be malaria. A, she was a chemist before she became a, went into politics. So she knows something about science. Yeah. Uh, last Donald email. Trump was on television. Yes. Last emails from uh, Detective Ray. Great to hear from you, Detective Ray. And by the way, for the record, he does not sign his his emails, Detective Ray. I'm just bragging because I'm. I think it's cool that I know a detective. Uh, good afternoon, Murps. Boy, uh, boy, oh boy, I feel sorry. Uh, sorry, you all were hit with the Zoom raids, and this is last week. We had uh, trouble getting online because it was my fault. No, no, it, your intentions were pure. I can tell you that since people are stuck in the house, there has been an uptick in cyber harassment. And by the way, it is a crime to 
to uh, zoom bomb these these classes. The Especially, crime was committed against us. Yes, but it, more importantly, <gasps> these these kids, like in New York, they stopped using Zoom because, and this is how kids learn because other kids were putting their junk on there and whatever. Dang it! Yeah, I spent the majority of last week working on cases involving Zoom raids, mostly all of which were tracked back to, back to high schoolers. Belated happy birthday to Cassandra. I hope you get to Thank have you. a proper celebration when this is over with people and hugs. That was me. And have any of you found <laughs> a, a go-to quarantine meal that you make? My favorite, my new favorite is a grilled cheese made with half Gouda, half American with steakums in the middle. It's great. That sounds great. What kind of bread? That's the thing. That's, um, uh, thanks for keeping us sane. Ray, thank you for keeping us safe. Uh, what is your go-to meal? Um, I'm getting back into cereal right now. Like sugary cereal or like? Um, the Trader Joe's equivalent of Honey Nut Cheerios. Uh, I had a bowl of those for breakfast uh, three days ago and I was like, oh my God. Mm, this right. is, I, I don't think I've had cereal in probably like at least a year or two. So um, that's been pretty tight. Also, I think, um, oh, I made shakshuka the other day, which was really cool. And uh, alcohol, that's a meal, yeah? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's definitely been my go-to quarantine meal has been um, alcohol. I'm infusing uh, vodka right now with pickle juice for Easter. So. (laughs) Why for Easter? I don't know, because fucking whatever. My mom, like. Nothing says Easter like pickle juice. My mom decided to be religious for you know, 10 minutes while we were making our final grocery list because we're not going to leave the house for the next two weeks. Yeah. Um, And uh, so she made a big stink about what we have to have for Easter. And um, so I was like, cool, pickle Bloody Marys then. What do you think it is about eggs that are, are, like egg sales have gone through the roof? Like why were you making an egg dish? Oh, because of the shakshuka? Yeah. Uh, I did that because I subscribed to the New York Times and they sent me the Bracker. recipe. Fine. Whatever. I'm yeah, trying whatever. to support journalism. Um, uh, um, and they sent me a recipe for shakshuka. Right. But I mean, eggs are dope. Like, I've always been an egg person. Before they got cool? Before they got cool, I was already fucking eating eggs, yo. All right. With the whole egg, not just egg whites. I'm not a bitch. You guys? Please? I just eat the yolks. Like I don't I make an egg yolk omelet. I fuck the whites. That sounds That's that's insane. what I say every I wake up every morning saying fuck the whites. Fuck the whites. Yeah. I think like every animal on the planet eats an egg if they could get a hold of it, right? I mean Pretty much. Like it's like a perfect food. What? I'm a big fan of uh a once a week I make uh mapo tofu. Uh-huh. Nice. That's that's very, very yummy. Comforting. Spicy, comforting. Yeah. Where where do you get the ground pork? I ground it myself. Oh. I grinded it myself? Sure. I ground it myself. Whatever. I'm not Long pork. What, come again? Long pork. Long pork? Yeah. That's what he calls his dick. Oh. 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 Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's what cannibals call people. Oh. Oh. Ew. All cannibals? All the ones I know. Hashtag not all cannibals? (laughs) Yeah. Dahmer did not call his victims long pork. How do you know that, John? Yeah. Did you just make that up? How do I know what the long pork thing? That cannibals call people long porks. I, I don't know. I read it in a book somewhere. 
Oh, and your I'll algebra be... book behind your head there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. subscribe to the New York Times too? Yeah. John, what 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 is your comfort food in these times of anxiety? Oh, uh, well, I've been I've been making more um, chocolate chip cookies than I ever have ever. So right. that's I guess that would be. Oops, sorry. And um, forward to we're doing our our gigantic grocery pickup tomorrow, and we're going to get some uh, ice cream and some more chocolate and some more butter, and I'm going to make some more chocolate chip cookies and eat some ice cream. And but I and I make a. Uh, chili and we've been having pasta more pasta than normal i mean you know we we have some fresh vegetables and they just go bad because yeah nobody wants to eat them I, I think it's weird because like normally i don't eat i i don't eat meat during the day and i eat very little meat you know mostly on the weekends and now it's just basically meat at every meal and it's just very comforting and ray i've been eating grilled cheese like nobody's tomorrow nobody like yeah Nobody's business. Nobody's business. Like, like there's, there's no, no tomorrow. tomorrow. Nobody's business. You know what it's I'm saying. It's not your business. It's tomorrow. Yeah. That's what you meant to say. It, Ain't nobody's business but your own. Because tomorrow. I've been trying to find flour and like no place has flour. So I was at Costco really? last week and I just like bought like a bunch of loaves of bread. And now I'm like, okay, I got to eat this, all this bread before it goes bad. And I have all this cheese. I'm saying that I got stuck with it, but really I just wanted to eat grilled cheese every day. And yeah, well, it's the best food, really. Yeah, yeah. So I'm totally with you. What? Are you eating it with soup? Uh, I might. Oh, I, I, it's on the. It's it's today. I had it with some beans, but whatever. It it could be with whatever tepid milk, and that would be fine. I don't know. Yeah, but, grilled cheese is awesome. Yeah, and yeah, it's just like nice, fluffy, bad for you bread, and lots of butter, and it's great. I know you know Steve, you can put your bread in the freezer if you don't want to. Oh yeah, no, I that I but our freezer is full of meats. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, uh, I I made uh, M and M because I couldn't get any chocolate chips, so they got me I got some M and Ms, and I I made the cookies from the M and M bag, and they were kind of uh, too buttery. Uh, but then I looked at the Toll House cookie recipe and made some more, and it was almost the same. And there was no baking powder called for. But I put some in so it would puff up a little bit. Have you got? I mean, you're you're kind of a expert cook. And uh, did did you freeze, Marty? Or have you just not moved for ten seconds? Nobody knows what the fuck you're asking. I'm asking about baking powder versus baking soda in in cookies. So baking powder and 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 Marty too. Baking <laughs> powder has two leaveners in it. Baking soda is just sodium bicarbonate. And sodium bicarbonate reacts, you know, like, you know, with the, the volcano thing, you put something acidic, and it yeah. creates CO2. And then the other agent in baking powder is, is uh, something that creates gas when you, when you put it to heat. And so uh -huh. basically you have two different leaveners in there. So you get double the lift. Uh, but doesn't, so, I mean, someone told me that, that soda spreads it, baking soda spreads it and, and baking powder puffs it up. Is, um, that, is that right? No, I don't. I don't, actually, I don't know. I haven't done. I haven't done the the double blind studies on that one, but uh, it could be. Yeah. What's I mean, your experience, Steve? I'm not really much of a baker. Sh shockingly, you just said last time you were baking all the time. I know. Well, I've been baking bread, but I ran out of flour. Now, mm -hmm. oh, I, apparently, my sister found like a 500 pound bag of flour. She's in the food business, so she got access to it, and she's like a hippie, so she's selling it at cost. To oh. her coffee shop employees, but I'm like, yo, sell me like 
50 pounds of it and I will sell it to like Los Feliz hipsters at a massive markup and make some oh, dough. Yeah. My neighbor had uh, has a 50 pound sack and has offered to share. But then today I found a like a hermetically sealed sack of five pound sack of flour in the in the garage. So I'm I'm set. So I'm very, very excited. That's weird. Hey, can yeah. I come over and party with with your flour? Yeah. <laughs> by flour, I mean cocaine. Oh, oh. Did it come with a house or are you <laughs> yeah, don't don't know. There's that new Quibi show where where uh what's the SNL oh, guy? Quibi came out today. Yeah. Yeah. Who's who's been binging on Quibi? Oh, let me check. Nobody. Nobody yeah. has watched it. It's yeah. the dumbest idea ever in the history of ideas. Well, it's I Oh, maybe that's what we should do. Okay, this is our homework is we have to watch something on Quibi and then report back on it. It's free for the next 90 days. Right. All the shows Quibi? It, it's it's a new show that started by Jeffrey Katzenberg and it's all his Richie Riches. Not a show. And there's like a Will Forte and the the girl Caitlin, what's her name from uh, Always Sunny. They they play uh, f- a couple. They find drug money and then they get enslaved by a drug dealer. Uh, oh, spoiler alert! Yeah, no episodes last longer than ten minutes, so we have no excuse but to watch Quibi for next week's show. Or there's a the orthodox or unorthodox the the four episode miniseries on netflix so the choice is yours well unorthodox is is about jews right yeah i got my fill uh with the uh with with steve and steve and uh, all my all my i have lots of jewish friends yeah some of my best friends know jewish people yeah because they're not real Jews or they're not your friends? I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I was trying to be as racist and anti-Semitic I as possible. I see you, so. How I'm is- sorry, racist and anti-Semitic? Yeah, it's different, isn't it? I don't think so. No, I think, I mean, Jews are white people, right? Mostly. Yeah, we're the N-words of uh, the Middle East. What? What'd you say, Koshana? Mostly. Mostly white? In America, maybe. Yeah. Well, in Ethiopia, most of the Jews are black. Uh, yes. Okay. How was that, that TV show, by the way? Which one? The one we were supposed to watch and then I quit. Oh, it's boring as hell. Yeah, it looked boring. It was weird. It was weird. How, it was so well done, but it was the stakes were so low and uh, it was just so strange to spend all of this talent and production design and it was, it was well directed and but it was just like who cares i mean none of this really happened yeah and, and i was watching watch the first episode it goes on for 40 minutes and it's basically the most boring soap opera you've ever seen about people who are basically okay but having you know a few problems and in the background Lindbergh is running for president and he seems like he's an anti-semite and semite and a jerk but that's like in the background. You kind of know, well, something bad's going to happen to these people eventually. Maybe I should keep watching. No, I don't care about them. Uh, keep that, watching, Dave. Yeah, that, I, I that 45. I, I am. Oh, you were right about that. That uh, yeah. It's the best. Right. Dave is great. That it's 45 get, second. And it just keeps getting better. I, yeah. I napped halfway through that 45 second recap of that show that yeah, you just no, described. Even I made it sound boring. I okay. know that's impossible to believe, but. 
so the homework for next week is to watch something on Quibi and just report back to it. And because I don't know what it is exactly. I know it's basically a streaming service that where all the shows are short and you're supposed to watch them on your phone. Steven That's Spielberg. Money. No, it's free. The first 90 days are yeah, free, but, but then we, we just, we'll just quit. Um, I, have you guys watched future man? Uh, the uh, Seth Rogen yeah. episode uh, season three. Are they on? No, they finished. I don't know oh. what season it is. I just oh. started. I just my my son just sort of started uh, watching it, and funny, it's yeah. amazing. It's a it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, can I ask about food again, Marty? Since Go on. You're, you know, so I have like a lot of goat cheese right now that I inherited from my restaurant that got closed down. What yeah, you grabbed the wrong cheese. What goat cheese is good. I have a lot of blue cheese too, but like I just don't know what to do with these things. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like they're you use them in like small quantities. Like nobody has like eats a chunk of like has a grilled cheese sandwich made of goat cheese. Like mm, that would be weird. Might yeah. be good though. There's a lot of butter on the outside. Mm. I make a lot of ravioli and freeze them. Yeah, I feel like I've made I made lasagna with goat cheese before, but there was also like I had to get a, a bunch of other stuff. It's not just cheese yeah scary. like both of them is the weird layer in the lasagna yeah. yeah or it's the yeah the 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 surprise but yeah it, it, too much a little goes a long way so i just uh, freeze it freeze it yeah just like, put it in cut it into bits and freeze them in little baggies and make sure there's no air in there okay sorry thanks you'd <laughs> be like oh my god i have a great recipe yeah it's yeah just eat it make it casserole get it room temperature make it the shape of an apple and then eat it like an apple it's so good that i don't know why but i feel like that would hurt my teeth yeah it would hurt your soul pain i mean i and i like blue cheese you know so don't get me wrong but no goat cheese uh yeah i mean i'm okay with goat cheese I mean, but, wow yeah uh all right well, any oh, I also wanted to mention uh, moose jaws. That was um, <laughs> okay. Are you familiar? Well, are mission you accomplished. Okay, now we're done. We're done. Wait, Mary Duck Kiss. Oh yeah, okay. But just so everybody knows today that, uh, like uh, Kevin talked about, how he he's going to make moose jaws. That is his goal post uh, coronavirus, and th this is a, a movie that he's been like writing for or whatever just it's please restart the twitter campaign and get me a role in moose jaws moose jaws yes this is it takes place like, in canada it's about a moose it's basically he basically said it's the exact plot of jaws but instead of a shark it's a moose and it takes place in canada up until the last half an hour so very excited uh count me in and what's this uh game we're gonna ruin we're gonna play. We're gonna play a quick game. Okay. Called Mary Duck Kiss. Oh nice. I'm gonna say a name, and you guys are gonna tell me if it's a Mary, a duck, or a member of Kiss. <laughs> what is a Mary? Well, okay. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. Here's right. a. Here's an. Okay. Well, yeah. You just find out. So, um, Poppins. Mary. Mary. One. Did you say duck? Yeah, yeah. No, okay. this is the, called a softball. It's, she's getting us into the rhythm. Oh, I get it. 
It's a Mary, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, gotcha. Uh, okay. The demon. Mary. Kissed. What? Yeah, kiss. Okay, great. Um, Ace. Who? Ace. Ace Fraley? That's a duck. No, Mary Ace. Kissed. Kissed. It's kiss. God damn it. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. I don't know. Um, it is raining so hard right now. It's awesome. It's really loud. Um, heart. Mary. Mary. Legs for days. Wow. That goose. John, don't try to be funny. It, this is like rule one of, of improv. I don't have to try, Marty. Uh, Fillmore. <laughs> uh, what? Fillmore. Duck. 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 <laughs> it's true. He doesn't have to try. Um, Wilson. Mary. Mary? Okay, so this is just a super... A volleyball. Volleyball. No. Uh, oh, sorry. Darkwing. Duck. Duck. God damn it. This is apparently easy. Dark lady? Darkwing. Darkwing hey. duck. Darkwing? Darkwing. That, no, that, that, that was uh, one of the members of KISS in the early days. Darkwing. It was a duck. Oh. He was a keyboard player, I thought. Darkwing? No. no? Okay. Wait, is there Stan more? Stan Stanley? Stanley? Ace, Ace Fraley? Yeah. Paul Kiss. Stanley is in KISS. Family. He's saying Beth. This was good. This was fun. <laughs> hey, can you bring another game like that next week? What? Like, you know, it's always good to like end on high energy and I think we, we hit it. You know, the funny is that like I went through the list and I was like, oh yeah, some of these, you know, like some of them feel obvious, but then other ones like, I don't know, maybe. We're old. <sighs> yeah, no, I, I can see that now. Well, I know a lot about ducks too. Why? Mallard Fillmore. Look at, look at his, his shirt. He, you know, it's, he's, it screams duck lover. He's wearing flannel. Yeah, he's he's playing duck hunt as soon as we end. Uh, okay, last thing. What is everyone going to do as soon as this ends? Uh, Steve, don't mention helium in your answer. Oh, fuck. Come back to me. Okay. What? I'm going to I'm gonna go eat dinner. What are you going to do, Cassandra? Uh, I'm probably going to have a bowl of cereal and play The Sims. Oh, so which Sims? Four. And how many hours are you into it? Um, not that many. It actually makes me... S okay, so I've been playing video games more, and they make me so fucking tired. I never play for more than like an hour and a half, and, uh -huh. like, and I'm sitting up in bed literally like falling the fuck asleep, like how John does on most times, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When and I like, get... John recliner, that's me playing a video game. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's good to know. If I, uh, I'm, sorry. I I'm sorry, were you just making fun of me? I was, I was dozing off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. John, what are you doing right after this? Taking a dump. Okay. Steve? Eating my wife's pussy. All right. There we are. Um, on that note, <laughs> I, on a high I regret. Note, yeah. Yeah. No, it was <laughs> okay, good. That it duck was game super. Was wait, 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 wait. I want to change my answer. I'm, I'm going to do the same thing as Steve is doing. Okay. You're going to eat gonna... Lance Mountains? <laughs> uh, all right. Guys, please thank you guys for listening. Hope you're you're uh, you're safe this week. Hope you're you have a good stock of 
whatever indulgences you need and lots of food and toilet paper and podcasts, please email us. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, anything else, anybody? No. I love you, Marty. I love your hair. Don't listen to Steve. Yeah, you're just jealous. Because you're you're the, you're baby Paul McCartney. <laughs> okay, we will see you next Tuesday. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.